Okay, it's time for real now, Ed Nail. He's got papers in hand, and that means there's an update coming on the uh, question of voter fraud segment. Seems to me you may have sent me this, and I'm a little behind in all of my postings and stuff, so this will be posted to Gerard at Large because it is a wonderful piece that Ed has written and uh, written for publication that basically calls out this foolishness. Uh, Ed, with that, I'm going to turn it over to you. By the way, cnht.org, that's cnht.org is where you can go to get the latest on everything from the right to know law, which the Coalition of New Hampshire Taxpayers is expert in using, uh, voter fraud, watchdog issues. Hey, can my town do that? Uh, can this happen at town meeting or deliberative session? Uh, the answer is no. It's all there, including handy-dandy forms that help you get from point A to point B. Good morning, Ed. Yeah, it's nice when you see people use them. You know, they say, I file a right to no request and I used your form. That's always nice. Um, this is, um, I want to, we've explored this a little bit about jury duty in New Hampshire. Yes. And the requirements for jury duty come under RSA 500A1. And that is um, the, the reason we have juries selected the way they are in New Hampshire is back in 1992, the federal government gave guidance to all 50 states mm-hmm. that you have to ch- select your juries in a more equitable fashion. You know, you have to get them from a larger pool. You can't just select the same people all the time or target individuals to be selected because when you select a jury in New, Jer- in New Hampshire, those same juries serve on federal juries. So the federal government has an interest in how our juries are selected, like they have an interest in how our federal elections go. Mm-hmm. So since we have this bizarre interpretation of a word that means uh, your legal residence, which is your domicile, we, we reinterpret that. Uh, the opposite, so we can allow one party to have an advantage of letting non-citizens vote here. Since we've done that, there's a little domino effect. Your other statutes are affected by playing games with uh, the original statutes that, uh, and the Constitution regarding elections. So here we go with jury duty. And uh, New Hampshire courts, Attorney General, Secretary of State, have been playing word games with New Hampshire's elections for, for ages. It started back in like 1972 with the uh, Newberger case. And the problem with doing this is it affects the other statutes. And what happens is, under definitions, RSA 500A1, the master list is supposed to be comprised of registered voters and persons 18 years of age who have a current New Hampshire driver's license. That's pretty easy. Now, there's, your, there's where you select your jury from, people who are registered voters. Now, that law take, assumes that they would be registered voters and citizens from the state. Yeah, well, that right? is a, an inherent assumption, <laughs> yeah. I would think. So here's what happens. If you if you have, it's called a, a voir dire, I think it is, the original group appeal, the people, they call it the wheel, mm-hmm. uh, I think, um, that you pull from. Mm-hmm. So if we, we know that we have over 6,000 people that were caught on November 8th of 2016 that have voted here and not never gotten a New Hampshire driver's license. That right. was the August 23rd request by the sec, uh, the uh, Speaker of the House to Bill Gardner, the Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. We know we have 6,000 people, and they're kind of concentrated in college towns. Yeah, kind of. So they're registered voters here, so they have to be... Eligible part, for jury duty. Eligible, eligible for jury duty, because everybody above the age of 18, has supposed as a citizen, is supposed to serve on a jury sooner right. or later if your name is picked. 
But because we say, oh, you can, you, you can have a domicile here for just for voting and another domicile for your driver's license in Connecticut, let's say. We'll use Connecticut. So how in the world do you get picked for a New Hampshire jury if you don't have a New Hampshire driver's license? And that's, the, that's what comes up, you know, in this big revolving list of names that they pull from. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's supposed to be a, a blended list – as per federal federal law, and New Hampshire law was changed to do that, we're supposed to have a blended list of people who are registered voters, and that could be people from anywhere on the planet, mm-hmm. and people who have a New Hampshire driver's license, that's people who are citizens of the state. If you're supposed to blend that list and randomly reach in and pull out these names for jury duty, well, the non-residents who uh, are only voters here, skip that. You have now have two different types of citizens, two different types of voters. And you have a basically a corrupt jury system. So my question is to the state of New Hampshire, how many times have we reached into the voir dire, the, the big list of names, the blended list, to pull juries and pulled out someone who's a voter here but not a citizen here? How many times has that happened? If we know we have 6,000 people just from that one day, mm-hmm. November 8th of 2016, who are registered to vote here and still don't have a driver's license, has that ever happened, Mr. Gardner, or the, to the courts? How many times does somebody walk in and say, oh, I, I don't have to serve because I'm not a citizen? Or how do you get on the jury in New Hampshire with a Connecticut driver's license? So we've created, by this playing word games with the word domicile, we've played games to allow them to vote here, and now we've corrupted our jury system, our jury pool. How do we, how do we go about fixing that? Do I now have a, a domicile waiver for jury duty? Oh, I'm diable. I have a domicile form I filled out where I swear I'm a citizen, but just for jury duty. <laughs> so I, I have a little list of questions here. Um, let's say you are. You know what? Maybe, maybe in these college towns, especially if you're talking about Keene, Plymouth, or UNH, maybe in these college towns to register to vote, they should be required to present the affidavit of residency that the university requires in order to provide them with in-state tuition. That's the that's the affidavit of residency for in-state tuition that right. says, resident, 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 if you are a resident, sign here where your domicile is. Right. right. <laughs> so it, it, the uh, document that allows you to pay in-state tuition uses the word residency and domicile, as they're supposed to be, and it has been done historically in New Hampshire and all the other 49 other states. But here in New Hampshire, does New Hampshire allow non-citizens on juries? I talked to an ACLU lo- no. ACLU lawyer a while back, and I said, what if you found out that your client was convicted by three people from Connecticut or New Jersey? Or, oh, I'd appeal. Yeah. yeah I said, well, I, that, that you've proved my point about non-citizen <laughs> voters. Thank you very much. Um, how does New Hampshire contact students who give bulk addresses from colleges who have left for the summer or forever? How do you contact somebody with the bulk address? Do you send it to the bulk address, and that person goes to that person's dorm and says, oh, yeah, by the way, you've been picked for jury duty? Because that letter comes to my house. I've served on jury duty. I've I've, I've been called to jury duty, yep. I think, twice. And both times I was uh, able to not serve. Okay. So Just get a Connecticut driver's license. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Connecticut would be glad to give you a driver's license. And then they would add you to their list of people who have to pay income tax. Because ah. states with income taxes combined, they blend their driver's license list with, uh, with the um, people who are, well, basically, who should pay income tax because... They're citizens. 
they've sworn that they're a citizen and have a license. If a non-citizen has just served on a jury in his home state, does he have to serve here? Are you excluded if you just say, you know, you, you only have to serve on a jury every three or four years, something like that. Mm-hmm. You're, you say, well, I just served last year. Okay, you get a span when you don't have to, or you're not given the opportunity. So if you say, well, I just served on a jury in Connecticut, so I shouldn't have to serve here. Do we have something in our statutes to accommodate those people? Uh, can a convicted criminal in New Hampshire request 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 a retrial if a jury of non-citizens has found him guilty? Well, I found a case in Massachusetts where somebody was found guilty of a crime, and their lawyer found out later on that a couple people on the jury had criminal records and never told the court and oh, served you can't on the jury. That. Guess what? They mm-hmm. get retried. How many cases are we going to retry in New Hampshire because we had a citizen from another state on a jury here? If they ever serve. If they ever serve. Okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's some way to go back and take a look to see who's been called for jury duty and who has used what excuse to get out of it. But in New Hampshire, that's non-public information. Oh, good Now, grief. in Florida, in Florida, you can go up and say, hey, how many people were excused from jury duty? Oh, 75. And how many were recused from jury duty because they're not citizens of Florida or the U.S. of A? That's a public document in Florida. They have, they're way ahead of us there. Ah, Can ah. federal grand juries in New Hampshire be made up of non-citizens from New Hampshire? Ah. We'll have to ask the federal government that. <laughs> they, they seemed concerned about it back in 92 when they had everybody change their laws. <laughs> How many non-citizen uh, students have been excused from jury duty in New Hampshire? Well, that, you know, that number's going to be secret. Um, could someone – here we go. Here's my final – kind of my final question. Is someone grooming the list of people sent to the courts – to serve on a jury to make sure that no college students or out-of-state voters are on that list? Because unless someone is pulling all the non-citizens off the list of names given to the court, that would be from the Secretary of State's office, unless someone's pulling them off, then they're going to start cropping up at Mm. courthouses, aren't they? Somebody from Connecticut is going to get a a letter to the address they use to vote here, like 345 Silly Road, Right. <laughs> Some the letters go to office. Sh- let's use him for Hugo Palma. Let's use right. Hugo for an example. So we reach in. We say, who's a registered voter? Well, uh, that uh, woman from Florida, uh, Louise Anfontaine. Yes, Louise Anfontaine. Okay, uh, she's a registered voter in Manchester. You send a letter to here in Manchester, or do you send it to her mobile home down in Florida? I'm mm-hmm. not sure. But you send one to Hugo Palma's address, at 345, or Donna Waterman at 345 yeah. Silly Road. What happens? Do they have to show up? Uh, letter comes back. I'm assuming you get returned to sender. Yeah, or, okay, how many of those happen to come up, Mr. Gardner? When when you put the, or the courts, actually the courts are the ones that spend the money mm-hmm. sending the letters out to the names given them by the, by the Secretary of State's office. This is how this works. So since we're going to let non-citizens vote here and we're willing to accept the domino effect of every other statute being screwed up by that, <laughs> well, then we should accommodate that by saying, here's my my domicile to serve on a jury form. So we have a domicile form. I swear I'm domiciled here at this 345 Silly Road Mm -hmm. so I can vote in New Hampshire. Oh, and here's my domicile form so I don't have to serve on a jury in 345 Silly Road. Is that where we're headed in New Hampshire? Because it sure looks like that to me. But my main question is, when the court gets these lists of names, how accurate is that? I showed up for jury duty. There was like 175 people there. They broke us up into two groups. Mm -hmm. And as we walked in, we went past the guard and showed them our New Hampshire driver's license. Mm -hmm. So now this has all changed. Um, You can show a Connecticut or Massachusetts or New York, California driver, or you're one from Germany. 
like uh, the Spursinski guy. Oh, yeah, Something like that. Or Who's, the guy who hung there. out with uh, Millie Knudsen, right? Yeah, the, in yeah. Milford. I've been trying to research him, find out where he is. He's like not on the radar. So. <laughs> um, since, you know, since we have caught people from other countries voting here in New Hampshire oh. uh, with a, a cursory look at some of the names. So that's where we're at now. And then what I'd like to cover next is in one of our next programs, we're going to do redistricting. Okay. How do you district a state, redistrict a state, and account for the people who don't live in the state who vote here? Oh. So when we redistrict, we do it according to... But, Ed, the census counts them. Oh, the census counts people who don't live here but vote here. Is that the number we use? Is that the statistics we use? To- I don't know. I mean, one of the arguments for these kids being able to vote is that the census will count them here in the state when they're living in their dorm room. That the- Okay, good. The census. So now we have a group of voters like myself and yourself and our listeners who are citizens of New Hampshire. They're voters here. And we have another group of people who are not citizens, but they're voters here. My question is, are they a minority? <laughs> Do they, they, apparently, we only have 6,000 of them. I'm thinking there's like 10, maybe 10,000 more or more. Um, so since they're a minority, do they have special rights? If we try and redistrict them so they're not a huge monolithic voting block in certain towns where they get their way every time, mm-hmm. if we tried to cut that up, would that be uh, taking away the rights of the minority non-resident voters? Draw a bright red line right across the UNH Durham campus. <laughs> you tried doing or that. Or Keene or Plymouth and splitting up their vote. Between two different districts. That's where we're headed, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So it used to be that the uh, non-resident voters could control certain towns, college towns. They could elect anybody they want from the college towns who met their their requirements far left. Now we have enough, because we've let this go, we have enough non-resident voters in the state of New Hampshire to affect U.S. Senate seats. And that's what what has happened since 2000 when we start CNHT, first started looking at this, we've grown. It has not gotten better. It has gotten worse and worse. Now it's ridiculously worse. So thank you to the Trump Commission, because when you, you send them something about domicile, they just laugh that we would pretend that the word means the opposite of what it does. And stuff like this piques our interest because the Trump Commission is going to return some suggestions to President Trump and Vice President Pence. And most of that's going to be regarding the federal fingers involved in the state of new hampshire and i believe that's going to be juries it's going to be obviously it's going to be our uh, elections that we hold for federal office and it's going to be redistricting eric holder from the last administration is roaming around the country suing states regarding redistricting i'd like eric to come here and straighten this out for us ed nail chairman of the coalition in hampshire taxpayers as always enlightening us as to the consequences of turning a blind eye Maybe Kelly Ayotte figured that out when she lost due to voter fraud. Bet she's wondering if she should have taken that a little more seriously when she was the attorney general. Anyway, we're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, we'll hit the news. Stay with us.